look to that steel. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. They said we would never be back. Nick, man, it's first episode after a big old crash. How you feeling, brother? How's the back? Oh, it's feeling uh, feeling good, man, except I uh, went for a little... Man, I went for this crazy... Um, my next-door neighbour said, hey, how about we go for a night run, right? <laughs> and we just ran around these trails with these little helmets on, like these little head lights on, and yeah. just ran... It was like dirt biking, but on foot in the dark. It was like dirt biking, <laughs> but a lot slower and a lot harder. Yeah, man, and uh, you know me, I got a little bit of cushion for the pushing, uh, the scar <laughs> on the side. Every time I hit one rock or or jiggled a little bit, the fucking I felt I felt the wrath of, oh, of just uh, hitting a corner apart, too yeah, fast. Like, pulling apart the scab slowly and just weeping into your yeah, fucking yeah, shirt. That's awful. But I've met your neighbour before when we're having beers uh, after a comedy gig, and he is a psycho runner because he's like, man. He goes, you heard of running? And I was like, yeah, of course I've heard of running. Um, he goes, what about barefoot yeah. running? And I was like, you know what? I'm fucking out, bro. Like, he, he said he barefoot runs around the forest and shit. Yeah, yeah, he's a psycho, yeah. He's cool because he's like a guy that you wouldn't expect, but he's always up for anything. He's like, yeah, he's the guy I went floating down the Yarra with. He's like, yeah, let's get some Milo's, float down the bloody Yarra. Yeah, he's a wild man. He's, he actually is- wants to... He wants to go for a dirt bike ride. He's he's got a mate with two dirt bikes, and uh, he's wants to go for a ride with us before he before he takes off. That is so. Sick. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had my Garmin watch on, and he spotted spotted it from like a kilometer away, and just came <laughs> up and was just trying to you know just test the waters. Like, do you run? I'm like, yeah, yeah I suppose <laughs> yeah. I do. I mainly bought it because it's got a stopwatch on it, so it's a big fucking waste of money. But what I was like, yeah, man, I've. I run all the time. I'm, I ran to this gig, you know. I'm, run, I'm always running from something, you know, mainly my emotions, but whatever. <laughs> always fucking running from something. Yeah, he, it was cool, man, because he took me to this. Uh, well, Brett, we'll talk about it in a future episode, but I'm thinking about in order to get us in good training for uh, dirt bikes, uh, I might buy a mountain bike and buy you one as well. Look, I think that's the only <laughs> safe option. Because, um, yeah, yeah, dirt bikes, mountain bikes, they're both cool. They're both, you know, I think, uh, mount- I reckon our missus will think mountain biking's safer, but I don't think they fully have met us properly yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? We're like, man, let's jump this thing into that fucking quarry and let's see what happens, you know? Well, well, there's a pump track near me. There's like a pump track where you can do jumps and shit and berms and all that. And I was like, all right, well, i got to go see this. I saw it at night. Can't remember where it is. Tried to find it yesterday. Couldn't find it. So I'll fucking... Hit up the neighbor. Took took the roommate's fucking mountain bike down there, but it's a bit like... It's like a road bike, basically. So What, 90s? 90s is actually a road bike. Fuck, is that head trauma still hanging around with you? You're just on a little thin wheel down a mountain track. (laughs) I know, it's Barnes's. It's got shocks on the front. It's got shocks on the front, but the, the handlebars are set up like... Yeah, like it just wants to... It's still got those fucking... You know those side handlebars that so you can lean on them while you cruise? It's got those on it. Yeah, look, I mean, the listeners probably don't know who Josh Barnes is, but I, I know him and his body, and nothing about it is extreme besides his calorie count. <laughs> yes. Yes, uh, it's 3.30. I'm still here, baby. I am still here. I'm ready to go. 
Man, I can't believe it. You're fucking living it up there. Are you at the beach or some shit? You're in a t-shirt. Is it hot there or is it cold? Oh, Nick, I'm sweating. I've got a nice cold fucking beer. I'm having a great time. How's lockdown going, brother? What the fuck is going on here? What the fuck? Nah, usually I get. Usually I escape these. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I, for once, I'm happy because like it's normally. Me, like, in a bad spot, and you're just living the Viva Loca on a Caribbean cruise somewhere with a fucking cocktail, like, da-da-da, Nick Capper has done it again. And this time I'm like, suck my dick, cunt. I'm having a great time. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, fucking, we've got a lot to get into it this episode. We're going we're gonna to tune in soon with, uh, with a guy we went on the Border Bunch ride with, Tom Jack. He's going to um, tell us because he's going to the Fink. Uh, this big motorbike race in the centre of Australia. Australia. And, uh, what, what's actually be cool wild, is because man. I'm in, uh, I went through Kalgoorlie and I drove down to Esperance today and I saw there were some cars going by. So cars are leaving from Western Australia right now to get to the Fink next weekend. So there's been a few, we've passed a few bikes, we've passed a few, um, few buggies and stuff. So it's all heading towards that way. So it's an exciting time. Um, I'm pumped because, um, I, I mean, I know a little bit about Tom Jack, but I don't know heaps about him, but it's kind of good to have a, um, a, like a rider inside, I suppose. What, you know, like exclusive access. Yeah. You probably won't have reception and it won't work. But, um, I'm, me and Nick for once, um, it's the new us. It's the new flat stick guys. Get used to it. We've even prepared questions. We prepared questions. I can't believe this. We yeah. did it, man. And this is something. We did it. Like, I, 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 look, Brett. I wasn't comfortable with this organization thing. I tell you what, used every fiber in my body. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird because you actually sent me your questions before I even sent you mine. I was like, man, fuck. Maybe that that hit on the head is like, maybe it's a new Nick. You know what I mean? You're gonna be like an IT whiz or something like that. You know. You know, knuckle down or something, and I was like, "Man, I don't know who this guy is. I forgot about it." So maybe I'm the new, maybe the roles have switched. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Well, man, it's going to be great. Now we've we've got a new segment, Brett. We've got a new oh. segment. All right. Uh, now we don't know what to call it. So I many was, firsts. Thinking, Organizing we... a new segment. Who are we, Nick? I know. I know. We're going to call it Golden Chariots or Squirt Off. You justify yours, and then I'll justify mine. Okay, well, I just thought I'd call mine Golden Chariot because, you know, you just want a Golden Chariot, you know? Okay, know. so the idea of this segment, because we've got your mate, which we know, that's in the bank, that's hilarious, they're going to be gone forever. we got, you know, we've okay, got yeah. Ripper of the Week. That's great. We sometimes do them. Awesome. Now, we needed mm-hmm. a segment where me and Nick, each week, we choose a, a vehicle, any vehicle at random, and one of us, the, each one of us goes first the other time, and we've got to hype it up. And at the end, we reveal what's the vehicle. And uh, basically, then it's up to the audience to decide which vehicle is better at the end of it. Okay. And we accumulate points over the year. And I wanted to call it the squirt off, right? Not because of, yeah. you know, ladies and squirting when they see these vehicles. Uh, because, you know, when fuel enters the engine, it kind of squirts. All right, it's mainly about the vagina thing, okay? <laughs> I had two minutes to think about it. That's all I had. 
All right. Yep. Yep. Okay. I believe you. I believe you, Brett. Um, is, so, is the squirt yeah, off crook? I, I, is it crook? I don't know. I don't know. The squirt off's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, I reckon squirt off. I reckon it's good. Anyway, whatever whatever uh, you guys can suggest, let us know and yep. we'll we'll talk about it. All right. Okay. Well, do you want to um, do, quickly now, do the squirt off now? Yeah, we'll do. We'll quickly do the squirt off. All okay, right, we've got time because we've got time before Tom Jack jumps in. Uh, but that's all right. I'll edit around it so it's a little bit more seamless tra- transition, right? So, Nick, I'm going to start off yeah. with a squirt off. It's a wild draw. I'm going to try and get your dick a little bit hard, and then I'm going to make you squirt, baby. All right, because, okay. Right, okay. The first Hall of Famer, maybe, potentially, it's f- four-stroked, air-cooled, single-cylinder. Some have described it as Ferrari Red. Ooh, okay. Semi-automatic, four-speed transmission. It's got a two-to-one gearbox ratio, but also if you go underneath the transmission, there's a switch. If you pull that switch out, it enables the bike to do a steep hill climb. Okay. Michael Schumacher has described this vehicle as, what the fuck am I looking at? Ladies and gentlemen, at 105 cc's of power, I give you the Honda CT110. The posty bike is my first contribution. Oh, wow, man. They still, they use these everywhere, don't they? They use them all over the world. Man, I've actually just, by doing a little bit of research, the fan pages on these things that are on, like they've been posty bikes forever. They last forever, but the fucking, the fan groups and people all over the world have them. They're made in Japan. They're fucking everywhere. Man, what, what are the, like, what are the world's posty bike sales? Like, fucking, yeah, like. But I, I don't long, even think. How much money do they I've make? Got, oh, I reckon they make all the money off these bikes. Because I, I don't reckon anywhere mm. else this was the posty bike. I reckon in. Like yeah. France or some shit. It's just a, a normal commuter, you know, like a Vespa or something. Low CC, yeah. not that fast, yeah. good at hill climbing. But in Australia, we just adopted it as our posty bike. Man, uh, in my local neighborhood, they got these weird electric ones. It's like, hmm, you just hear them coming. Like, you're just like, what is that? It sounds like the Back to the Future or some shit. Have you seen those got, little like, a buggy big canopy ones? over them? Yeah. They're not, they're, not, they're not hardcore. They're not like the old posties, you know? There's, there's nothing sicker than when you see on Brown Cardigan and someone, like, I know he's in an outfit, but he's just doing jumps on the posty bikes, yeah. just fucking rinsing it on his back wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick. <laughs> um, It's we like that Matty Mac guy I told you he used to do backflip with all the mail in it. Um, Yeah, man, that is a fucking, that is a Hall of Famer, all right. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What a bloody, on, Nick. yeah. I, I, we were it's talking about it before, but anyway, look, I, I got one, I got one. Okay. Okay. 1974, right? 1974. They first, sorry, they first made these in 1972, mm-hmm. but then they bought out a special edition. Well, they kind of started all the way back to 1967, right? 1967, they first made this model of car. Okay. Yeah. Then it was originally a four cylinder. Then in 1974, it became a six-cylinder. Okay. Right? I like where they're going. Then they dropped a V8 in it. I mean, what so could go wrong? They, yeah, they dropped a V8 in it to make a special for- sports model and only two 
163 of these were built. And this was to compete in the Bathurst 1000, this special option, right? Um, they made 263 of these. Uh, it was, I don't know, it was deemed as very, very dangerous because <laughs> they believed that there were going to be massive oil problems and uh, the, the, the body was too small for the V8 engine. But they overcame this, right? And then um, uh, Peter Brock was meant to bring it back, right? He was meant to bring it back. He gave him a great debut, right? He gave him a huge... Huge debut uh, in, um, sorry, where was it? In 1976, okay? But he was beaten by Moffat, the king. <laughs> yes. Right? He was beaten by Moffat, the king. Um, but then, then they came to victory with uh, Brock and Bob Morris as well winning in one of Australia's craziest cars, one of the fucking... Wildest cars I've ever seen, the Holden Tirana SLR 5000. <laughs> have you seen one of these, Brett? <laughs> They're Man, fucking wild. <laughs> not only have I seen one, I've got, I think I have footage of me in one. Yeah. They're fucking a really? beautiful car. Um, man, that's, that's a fucking strong contender as well. You've, you've really got me. It's two all-time Australian bits of history battling each other out. For anyone who hasn't seen the Tirana SLR 5000, it's a wild bit of gear. It's known for these bolt, like, because you could just bolt the side guards over the wheels, and it's just got these bolts fucking over the over the wheel guard, and it's wild, right? It's wild shit. They look very um, mad maxi. They've got the big scoop yeah, on the back. Yeah, They're yeah. fucking crazy. I actually think I was in a, I'm not a big, yeah, I'm a, I've got footage on my webpage of me just revving in one. <laughs> oh, really? Because my mate um, in Perth has one. I'm not oh, all. I'm not course. a very. I'm not a, a very overly confident uh, Holden man to be able to calling these things. But I yeah, believe yeah, yeah. I have footage of me in this car, and I'm very excited to share it with the flat stickers. So what we're going to do is uh, once this app release, we're going to put it up on our Instagram page. We're going to have a vote off and see who wins the first round of the Squirt Off or the Golden Chariot. You got to decide that, and then the car. Nick, that's a fucking solid. That's a solid start, brother. It's a very solid start. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I knew of Alan Moffat. Mm. Um, he won. He won Bathurst in nineteen seventy-seven. Um, I had it wrong before. Peter Brock and Bob Morris were in victorious in nineteen seventy-eight and seventy-nine on yep. in these Tirana A nine Xs. Apparently, one recently sold for five hundred grand. Yes, they. Are <laughs> I didn't not... know there was only two hundred ninety-four of the first ones though. Because the Tirana was around for ages, and then it was you know it was. Kind of the like, yeah. I remember the four, the six, and then putting an eight in that frame is absolutely crazy. Which is why there's only two hundred and something of them around. Yeah, it was what so dangerous. Like I couldn't imagine how dangerous that would that car would be. Welcome to Australia, um, <laughs> Brett. Did you just want to have a quick look and see if Tom Jack is in the chat we'll just, right now? Uh, anyway, we'll just, just leave it here, if- and then we'll start with our Tom Jack uh, chat, and uh, we'll be back with you guys soon. All right, guys, we've got a special guest. You won't believe who we got. Bloody all the way from Bowen. Famous Fink writer, Tom Jack. How are you, mate? Yeah. Oh, mate. 
Hey! <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm Man, getting ready. It's only a few more days until I head off on Sunday. So, yeah. It's hard, mate. It's hard to recognise you, Tom, because we were just on the border bunch and I'm only used to seeing the back of your helmet. So it's nice to see your face for once, you know? Oh, hang on, hang on. I'll help you out there. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're used to there. Oh, hello, Tom. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I thought you had, it was a weird shade of light, but yeah, there you go. <laughs> I remember uh, once, man, I passed you on the highway just because I was like, I got to get it. It was the one time when you'd slowed down. And I passed you on the highway and you go, did you just pass me on the highway before to just say you've passed me? And I was like, that's exactly my plan, man. Takes a little uh, selfie as he goes good. through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the only time I could pass Jared was when he was licking his wounds after he had a huge stack. So that's the only time I could pass him. Kick yeah, him that's slowed him down for the rest of the day. Didn't yeah. Poor guy, fucking hell. Um, all right, mate. So just we'll, before you before you launch into it, we just thought we'd ask you what your, a quick description of what is, what is the Fink? What is the Fink? Tell us what it is. Uh, righto. Well, Fink's just a, a desert race. You go from um, Alice Springs down to uh, the little little Aboriginal town called, um, called Apachula, the Fink River. So it's 230 k's south on the first day of racing and then you turn around and, and the camp the night and then the next day you ride back up to Alice Springs uh, and hopefully make it because it's a bit of a bike killer. It's a uh, it's one of those bucket list things that a lot of bike riders try and do and just try and finish it. So field of up to 650 riders. Um, they've never had that many at the start line, but I think this year they're going to or they'll go bloody close because they got um, they got a full full complement of riders at the moment. So until people start not being allowed to come from Victoria, I guess, so they might lose a few, but <laughs> they had a big wait list too. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be the best chance to be a full field. But um, so, yeah, there's there's buggies and there's trophy trucks that go off first and they, they haul ass down there. The best times, they do about two hours. And then uh, and then there's the bikes. They go about lunchtime and they race down and they, oh, the best bike riders do it in about two hours too. So, be pricing the boys sort of back you know those sort of guys that win it there'll be two hours sitting on 180 half the most of the way there and i'll be battling along just bouncing through the whoops so yeah <laughs> what is it like from being from like the top of the field which you were saying is like toby price doing those crazy times and yeah. what would the bottom of the pack look like and maybe where you would be at in the in that field just to scope where it's all at yeah right so um so yeah, two hours will win it, or just under like a few minutes, under two hours probably. And then, um, so there's a four and a half hour cutoff. So if you don't make it, if you break down, or if you're just slow as and you don't make it within four and a half hours, it used to be four hours, but um, not sure why they made it a bit longer. But anyway, um, you've got that that time frame. Uh, I've done it. I did it once before in 2014, um, and I finished it in three hours and 40 minutes each direction. Yeah. So yeah, around that time. So um, I came pretty much last <laughs> because I was <laughs> I was bloody I was busted. I didn't do much training and and I hadn't really done too much to my bike. I had stock suspension and all sorts of things. So I did it at the hard yards, but um, I finished and that sort of thing, which is all I was aiming for. So this year I'm hoping to do about three hour mark. That's I'm what hoping I'm to get oh, three hours. That's what so, I'm yeah, I've done a bit more training. I've been a bit more on the bike. 
Yeah. Because you're at the three-hour mark and you're saying Toby's at the two-hour mark, but I've seen you ride, so I'm like, I like which you're an amazing rider, but it's given me more respect for actually how fast Toby is fucking going. Because <laughs> you fly. <laughs> That's right, man. And it's, it's a fitness thing too. Like they just, they go so fast and they just do it the whole time. Like Wow. It's just, they're just full stick and it's exhausting. Yeah. Yeah, like I'll, I'll go as hard as I can for a couple of minutes and then I'm stuffed and I have to like dial it back a bit and all that sort of thing. So you have to, it's like a marathon, I suppose. You have to set your, set your pace to finish off. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, what, so when you, when you go to the Fink, what, what do you, do you, how much do you pay to enter and shit like that? Is there scrutineering? Like, do you, did you bike yeah. after me to certain things? So. Yeah, you do a scrutineering night. Um, they do self-scrutineering now, so you just sort of check it, check off a checklist and that. But um, yeah. so there's a big night out there, scrutineering night, the Friday night. Um, so that's next Friday, which is the um, whatever the date is next Friday, the 14th, whatever it is. And um, so yeah, it's a big night. You get everyone goes there. You get a few beers and and they all chat to each other. All the buggies are in a shed. All the bikes are in another shed. And you can just walk around and look at everything. You know, meet the meet your heroes and all that sort of shit. It's pretty cool, actually. But um, That rules. Yeah. Like, that's, that's a great fucking communal app. Because that's one of the things I was going to ask. Like, what's the vibe like down there? You're having beers, you're having a good time, you're meeting people. Oh, it's great. Like, yeah, you're leading up to it. It's all exciting. Everyone's like, oh, fuck yeah, Fink. It's like the best thing that ever happens at Alice Springs. They love it. All the locals come out and get amongst it and excited and and that sort of thing. And when you get down to the to the Fink end, to the actual Aboriginal place it's it's this tiny little town of a couple of hundred people and um and yeah they all come out and they love it all the kids there watching everyone do the jumps and all that sort of stuff so yeah it's great everyone loves it yeah yeah but uh, in terms of cost it's it's bloody expensive um it's a grand just to go in it so by the time you put 750 for the entry fee it's um 250 for the fueling setup that they'll do and then, um, then you have to get like an MA license and, and all that sort of thing. So if you don't already have that, um, you've got to join a club, get an MA license, which is probably, you know, both of those things together is close to 500. And then, then you've got to get accommodation for a couple of weeks at, at Alice and, um, and all that. So I reckon, I've, I reckon to go in, it's at least five grand. Um, plus, end of last year, I blew my bike up. So I had to do a full rebuild. I probably spent three grand on my bike. Yeah, so um, I've probably pumped 10 grand into next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's good. It's good. Man, what I'm do you got to do for the what do you got to do for your partner like the next next three years? You, <laughs> yeah, it's um, like 80,000 nights at the pub for this or what, you know? Head jobs every night, I think, for the thing, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> have some sore knees, brother. Sore knees. <laughs> yeah. No, so um, no, it's good. I'm looking forward to it, and um, yeah. So, yeah. What's the what, so? Apparently, it's a Mad Max vibe out there. People are just riding fucking motorized eskies, and yeah. there's bonfires and everything out there. Apparently, it's wild as hell. What's the wildest yeah, thing you've seen out there? Oh fuck! The wildest thing. I don't know. I was. It's the territory, you know. So people just do what you want. We partied out there the night before the race one year. We were watching it, and um, these mad guys pulled up in a in this old caravan, like these bloody blocky sort of dudes, and they started partying with us and that. And then we drank pissed with them all night and partied all night, and then we were just wasted in the morning. 
and the buggy started coming past at six o'clock, you know, and we were standing there, ah, all fucked up. And um, <laughs> and then the, the buddy, the first buggy that came over the thing did this mad flip and just rolled and rolled end on end on the on the jump that we were at. And so, yeah, and then the guy jumps out. He's like, oh, fuck, fucked it. And then he jumps out and I've got a beer and I'm like, beer man like, fuck yeah and you just started drinking a beer with us so it was <laughs> but um yeah just everything's doing anything man it's like bloody it's like burning man or something probably not as loose as that but you know everyone's just doing whatever the fuck they want in the desert so it's pretty cool dude that's because oh, i was about i was about to say my question was what's the uh, the craziest <laughs> crash you've ever seen and you just managed to do both those stories in one guy <laughs> yeah. my coming out and <laughs> fucking sculling a beer like an absolute weapon that rules <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 so yeah it's um and then buddy i don't know i guess another time we were there woodsy and i were there and he had he had a motorized esky or he had a keg built onto this thing the seat was a keg and then um and I had a posty bike and we were just drunk riding around at night one night to different parties, just party hopping and stuff, you know, just we're out in the 40 Ks from Alice, just in the, in the middle of the desert. So yeah, there's just people spread out along the whole track, 230 Ks of just groups of parties and all that sort of thing. Yeah. The whole way. Anywhere, there's no rules, just fucking whatever. If you're happy. You're yeah. Happy. <laughs> yeah. You can just wherever you stop and pull up and camp, um, you know, be respectful, clean up all your shit, leave, leave it how you found it. <laughs> the key and yeah it's good fuck man do you mind giving us a quick quick tour of the of the whip i'm very excited to see to see it and if you could give us a little bit of a chat through it that'd be sick right i don't know if i can turn my camera yeah right so here's the front i've got many numbers on oh great man yeah yeah sweet lano racing Oh yeah, that's right. Because you you want to do the whole thing in a in a flano, right? You do it. Yeah, you yeah. It We're a flano, year, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll get to the flano. So, um, what do we got? We got the suspension done. MXRP did that down at down at Sunny Coast. Um, I've just got desert tires on there. Uh, got a big tank. I suppose got the steering dampener, so sort of keeps it tight through that middle section. It's good for the fast stuff and the rocks and all that sort of things. The desert. Yeah. Need that in the desert. Um, what else? Yeah, just got the just got a pipe, a Yoshi pipe. Um, got the steg pegs with the modified thing there with the the really big. They're like the um, Oggy knobs off a of, Woodsy made me those. They're off the yeah, they're modelled off the Oggy knobs off the road bikes. All oh, right, Pretty yeah. Good. So you get your legs in. I don't know if you can see that, and you really lock yeah. them in there. They lock into your um to your calves there. So that's that takes all the load off your arms. Helps with arm pump. Oh, nice. oh yeah, yeah, perfect. Big, big, thick seat. You know, I'll not be sitting down much, but when I am, I want to be comfortable. Uh, yeah. Rear suspension got done, sprung, sprung to my weight because when you buy a bike, they're normally done for an eighty kilo rider, and I'm sitting at about one hundred and ten at the moment. Um, not too much else. It's pretty stock. Besides that, I got a. It's a CRF four fifty X, but I've put an R head and carby on it to give it a little bit more go um nice so probably give it a bit more power but yeah i do need to do a bit of tuning when i get out there other than that not too much difference just got yeah michelin desert rear tire um so i don't have any issues oh, wow. that's- to run four mil tubes the ultra heavy duty tubes in the tires uh what else is there that's about it for the bike what, oh what- i've got some new grips coming and you got these little 
got these little donuts they call us to try and stop you getting blisters on your hands and that on your grips. So I've got some new ones of them coming. But yeah, so I've got uh, I've got the flano. The missus bought me this fancy ass flano. So it's barely <laughs> even a flano. So I'm a bit like, oh, I just want the old banger. But uh, anyway, she got me this with my name on it. So that's pretty awesome. Oh man, that's awesome. That's that's, no, that's cool. Yeah. That rules. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So I'm excited to wear that. I've got two of these, one each way. And um, yeah, just your normal stuff, I suppose. Normal sort of safety gear, helmet, um, goggles. What type, of, what type of kit are you allowed to carry on you? Like, as in, like, do you take first aid? Do you take tools? Or it's just whatever happens? Oh, you can take what you want. Um, I just take a multi tool. So I've got this little camelback set up, um, this thing, yep. and I've got a, it's got a little pad in it. So I just put like multi grips and and like um, a multi tool, and that from that you can fix most stuff. And then I take a couple of levers, and um, I was thinking I've got this can of stuff for your tire, this bloody pump shit for your tire. I've never used that. But I thought yeah. I might have that if I can carry that on me somehow, strap it to the bike or something. Because if you get a flat tire, you're pretty fucked. But um, actually, yeah, a few years I've seen people rolling into Fink with bloody rolling on their rim. They've they've got a flat and they've somehow got rid of the tire, like pulled up, got a grinder, cut it off, and then they're just riding on the rim. So <laughs> I don't really want to do that. <laughs> but uh, you do what you've got to do, you know, because you're – you know, you spend a fortune getting there. What's the rim cost? You fuck all, really. So, yeah, everyone hey, wants you, to finish it. You told me one year that you were fucking flying along and then you were just like, didn't know how, because they've got these whoops on the track, right? It's just, yeah, for those yeah. who don't know, whoops are just like go up and down, up and down, up and down. And you just saw a, a Beamer 1200 or something pass you or not pass you or maybe you just saw it near and then later on you just like five minutes later you just saw the bloke beside the whoops just going fuck i just regret everything <laughs> yeah no so what happened similar um it was a i don't think it was a 1200 it was might have been a an 850 or something it was um yeah. it was a big bike anyway if you think yeah, yeah. and everyone was looking at him going oh mate good on you hope you hope you get through it all this sort of thing yeah. he um he so he started behind me i was in front of him at the time and then later on during the race um i saw him just riding because there's an access road up next to the yeah. the track, like kind of next yeah. to you. So yeah, he was yeah. just hauling along there. Um, he just <laughs> gave up and just rode along that because it's fucking hard <laughs> enough on a 450 man, let alone a big bike like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. really yeah. fuck you around. Um, well, so yeah. Brett and I want to go in it, mate. Brett and I, if we want to go in it, we we can't do it on the DR and the XT, can we? Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah, you get your suspension done, and it's people like, ride like XR six hundreds and, I and mean, shit like that. Men go on those bikes, but you guys probably can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably the case. Yeah, that's what I'll see if I can find one, and I'll take a photo of a Fink Spec DR and a. And oh a, man, yeah, please, please let me know what yeah. time you get, so I've got something to aspire to. You know, <laughs> you can aim for that. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, mate. Well, yeah. it's. So good, buddy, talking to you, man. Best of luck, and uh, yeah, send us whenever you get some updates or whatever. Send us some, send us the vids, and we'll keep, uh, we'll we'll post them, and and you'll be our correspondent there if you don't mind. If you don't mind, yeah, if you see any good cool. shit, just send yeah. it to us. Let us know how you're going, and uh, yeah, we'll keep posting it. 
All the best, bro. Awesome. Excellent. Thanks, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Tom Jack. Man, I'm so excited we got this opportunity to have someone in the Fink talking to us and give us an update. Nick, are you pumped or what? Oh, oh man, I'm so pumped. I'm too pumped, actually. I'm I'm angry. I'm not going. I'm fucking... <laughs> I'm like, God, I wish we could go, man. I wish we could go so bad. Like, uh, But we'll go one year. We'll go one year, man. Man, that could be our goal. We get updates. We get, we get horny for it. And then next year, we're Tom Jack's cheer squad or some shit, you know? Oh, yeah, I would love to do that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's um, let's try and make it our goal for next year. And I, uh, I, my, my... I, oh, sorry, I still find it so wild. His time is an hour behind Toby Price, but I've seen him ride and he fucking flies. Yeah. So what the fuck is going on? Like, I, I just don't get what Toby's doing out there, you know? On the same token, uh, if anyone who listens to this uh, if you go in any fun rallies around Victoria um, that Brett and I can go in, uh, we would love to check those out. Um, or even if we can't go on them, just go and check them out. Uh, we would love that. Let us know of any events uh, we can ride up to. Um, because, Brett, we've got it penciled in that we may ride back from Queensland on August the 2nd. August the 2nd. So let us know some good routes. August the 2nd. From sunny coast to Melbourne. We're ready to go. I'm excited. Round two. Have not cleared it with the girlfriend. And I'm very Whoa. scared to mention dates. But um, she's in a lockdown. I'm in fucking Esperance. Who gives a fuck? I'm sure she won't try and kill me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Well, I'll catch you around soon. Um, have a good fucking time on Roadshow. If you are in around Perth or you're in around uh, WA... Make sure you see the Comedy Festival Roadshow with Breddy. Yeah, but ladies and gentlemen, until next week, keep it flat. Shtick. Oh, God, I hate doing that when someone walks in the room that I know. Yeah, I know. It's so awful. <laughs> My partner um, just... <laughs> the worst part is she knows that's what we do and she's still disgusted by it. <laughs>